Luke chapter 13. Amen. Luke chapter 13. Amen. I want to go back to Luke chapter 13. And um, we're going to read again. We're talking about no limits. Come on, somebody, and say, no limits. Come on, tell your neighbor, no limits. I hope you were blessed last week. Uh, I am reading I am reading out the ESV this morning. Amen. I'm going to kind of go back and forth here, but um, um, here we are. Amen. Luke chapter uh, 13, we found out that the woman had been in her situation for 18 years, right? Uh, she wasn't born this way, but she had limits. Some of you have had limits all your life. Some of you have developed limits as you got older. You may have been in some bad relationships. Come on, somebody. You, you've, you've had maybe some bad encounters, and you have limited your life based on those events. Are you with me? And so... Here this woman had a disabling spirit. She couldn't straighten up. You know, you wonder why you can't straighten up. Why can't you get your act together? It's a spirit that's holding you down. Are you with me? It's a what? A spirit that, that, that that's the reason why you can't straighten up. And so we want to look at verse 12 and 13 today. It says, and when Jesus saw her, hmm. He called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. Somebody say disability. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately, tell your neighbor she was made straight again. And she glorified God. I want to talk about this morning, No Limits Part 2, Jesus will set you free, Amen. taking the limits off your life. My daughter just started driving school, amen, and she hasn't done the driving part, but she's doing the academic part. Now... I got to be honest, in my mind, amen, I'm thinking, and she took, she took the, the, uh, the parent taught part of it, where you have to teach them how to drive, right? And in my mind, I'm saying, man, do I have the patience? Do I have, can, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm just telling you how I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's, it's harder for her than it is for me. Amen. I'm thinking, can she do it? And I realize that she can because she wants to do it. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to show you something. See, oftentimes people may say to you, you can't do it. Or it's too hard based on their perspective. But if they knew your motivation, come on somebody, if they knew where you were and how willing you are, come on somebody, they would support you in what you're trying to do. Are you with me? I thought about it. I said, man, I got to teach how to parallel park. 
Got to teach you how to turn. Got to teach you how to get on the highway. But then when I look at my other girls, I said, man, they, they all did it. But the difference is they went to a driving school. <laughs> amen. But now we become, amen, the teachers now. Point is, oftentimes, amen, we can limit ourselves because we believe something is harder than what it really is. Saints, if, if you can't take the limit off your thinking, <laughs> see, before you can do it, you got to think it. It's faith. Before you can think it, after you think it, you got to believe it. Watch this. In believing, that's just, it can be hard in your thinking, in your believing because of how, your, how you have lived your life. And the way that you're living right now in this moment. You see, we develop habits because we're creature of habits. That's why we have to remember this, that without Jesus, we can't get far. I see people start businesses, go to college, do all these different things without Jesus. The question this morning is, how many of you want to be set free? How many of you want to begin the process of lifting the limits off your life? Some of us have been defeated by a disabling spirit. Come on, somebody. That says to you, don't keep going. Why keep trying? Come on, somebody. You good. You, you know, you, 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 you don't have no other choice. You, your back is against the wall. This is the only options that you, can I, let me just say this to you real quick. If your life has no options, then you don't have Jesus. If you feel optionless <laughs> this morning, then maybe you and I have lost perspective. As to what God can do. Can I tell you what he can do? He can do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that you can ask. Come on somebody. And even think. Amen. I want to say this. I want to say this to you. You got to remember this. That it's a spiritual matter. Told you that last week. Amen. And watch this. You may be dealing with a lying spirit. Amen. And you got to tell that lying spirit to get out your way. You may be dealing with a doubting spirit. You may be dealing with a depressing spirit. Satan has all kinds of spirits. Watch this. And I told you, you remember the context here that, that, that Jesus, this woman was bent double because of a spiritual disease that affected her physically. You got to remember this and always remember this, that the weapons of our warfare are available, but they are also divinely powerful for the tearing down. You ready for this? You ready for this? For the tearing down. I'm in another sermon right quick. For the tearing down of strongholds. Do I have anybody? How many of you need to lift the limits in your life? How many of you feel paralyzed? 
Come on, somebody. By your circumstance. Paralyzed. Come on, somebody. By, by your thoughts and paralyzed by, by, by where you are right now. But I want to say to somebody here today, you got to remember what Jesus was doing here. Jesus is coming into the life of this woman to change her life. Can I tell you something? Jesus can change your life. Can I help you with something today? He has changed your life. But why do you have limits on your life again? Last week I told you, you got to identify the spirit that has been limiting you. You have to insist. Listen, it's not going to work if you don't feel like you've had enough. Told you last week, she was there for how many years? The Bible says 18 years. I told you thirdly last week that you have to identify your physical limitations and you can get over those. And that you have to insist that you can't take the limits off your life. Watch this. By yourself. A lot of us are trying to do it by ourselves. Isolation doesn't get it. Isolation does not get it. And somebody here this morning, I want to help you. And I want to encourage you to know this, that you can take the limits off your life. And it begins by being set free. And so how do we do that, Pastor? How do we do that? The Bible says in verse 12, it says, when Jesus saw her. See that? That word saw. See, every time you are in the presence of a church service, you have to realize that you are in the presence of Jesus. I'm trying to help somebody. Every time you have church, every time you come to church, she had been going to church for 18 years and had never gotten her breakthrough. She had given up on healing. And some of us, we've already given up on our healing. We've, we've already given up on our deliverance. We, we're settled where we are. But, but I want to say this to you. This word, this word when he says, and Jesus saw her, it means that Jesus discerned clearly that she had a problem. It means to stare at. It also has the idea of a sense of understanding. If nobody understands, Jesus understands. Watch this. Can I tell you something? His eyes are on you. Amen. You can take the limit off your life. Watch this. Watch this. Because you know who knows about it. Watch this. He already knows about your limits. And what he's trying to do is to get you to a point where you can recognize it. That you can recognize that you can be free. But listen, saints, you've been living with limitations. So the first thing you got to remember, remain, you got to remain in the presence of Jesus. Saints, you got to learn how to practice in his presence. You got to learn how to perform in his presence. 
You got to learn how to be prostrate in his presence. Jesus' presence is one of the most powerful things that you will ever experience. Watch this, watch this. Why is this important? Because maybe you have not envisioned your life without limits, but he sees your life without limits. As a child of God, he's not just staring at you, He's intimately acquainted with you. That's why it says, guard your thoughts when you go into the house of God. Come on, somebody. Who can come into the sanctuary of God? Those with clean hands, pure heart, and those that walk in uprightness and truth. Saints, it's difficult to be in the presence of Jesus, watch this, and be living just any kind of way. Why do you think people don't get their deliverance? Some come and they have a wandering mind. Some come and they have a closed mind. Some come and they got a cluttered mind. You need to be in his presence understanding that he notices you. Come on, watch this. She had had enough, yet she never gave up. Watch this. She kept going to church. She kept going and being in this presence because she understood one thing. That it's in his presence. Oh, hallelujah to his holy name. It's in his presence. I, I want to ask a question. Do you have a craving for his presence? Who knows that today God may see you. God may look at your sin. Listen, today is your day. And right where you are in your home, you got to turn your living room into a worship space so he can be invited in there. Because that's the situation we're in. Watch this. He saw her. Hmm. He paid attention to her. You got to remain in his presence if you're going to lift. Listen, listen, listen. I went, I went out this week to, to a job site and, 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 and watch this. The man didn't even know I was a Christian, but he sensed. That I had been in his presence. You see, it does, it, you don't have to do a whole lot to be in his presence. You see, here's the thing. Because you have him inside. Oh, come on, somebody. You have the Holy Spirit. And so if you and I have the Holy Spirit, why do we have limits? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Tell your neighbor, lift the limits. The Bible says not when he saw her. Look what he says, look what he does next. The Bible says he called her over and said to her, I'm going to stop right there. He saw her. Ah, uh, come on, somebody. You have to be willing to recognize, next thing, you got to recognize the voice of Jesus. You got to know who's calling you. There are a lot of people who are calling, but you got to know the difference between Jesus seeing you and Jesus calling you. Pastor, I hear the voice of Jesus. You got to know how to discern his voice. Be ready to respond when he calls. This woman was ready. The question is, are you ready? Listen, when this message is over, will you show up?
Will you step up and stick to the plan? Listen, can I tell you something? Fear of commitment. Fear of change. Fear of what maybe you're leaving behind can cause you to hesitate. He saw her. Come here, girl. Come here, daughter. You got to know how to discern his voice. Today, the question is, are you ready for your miracle? Because if you're ready for your miracle, Jesus is talking. You've been bent double for years. And Satan had you bound, but today you can be set free. Jesus knows and he cares. Who's calling you to take the limits off your life? Notice, those who never support you, watch this, they like to keep you right where you are, watch this, so that they can use you up some more. So they'll never encourage you to go further. They'll never promote you to go further. Why? Because they're comfortable using you right where you are. Do I have anybody here? Come on, somebody. You got to know who's calling you. You got to hear his voice. The Bible says this, that when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. As in the day of Meribah. That, that passage has nothing to do with witnessing. It has everything to do with the believer. That there are times when we hear his voice. Come on somebody. Say how can I hear his voice pastor? You have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is connected to him. And, and, and as a result of that. Watch, watch this. There's a clear line between you. And Jesus, I wish I had somebody. You see, on our houses, we have what's called an antenna. I wish I had somebody. And, 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 and lately, 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 what, what's been happening with this analog is turning into digital. Amen, right? You remember back in the day, those TVs where you had to turn the thing, you know, you turn to, come on, somebody going to tell them my age now. Watch this. You, you had to turn the channel. The channel 13. You have to zero in. Come on, somebody. T tell your neighbor there's an app for that. T tell your neighbor there's an app for that. You see, it's time for you to upgrade your system. Why? Because, because what, what you really need, saints, is you need a clear signal. See, see, last week I told you about fiber optics. Today I want to talk about this signal. See, the reason we can't discern his voice is because we don't have a clear signal. Because you and I have what we call interruption. I remember when my brother used to have me to hold the, 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 the hanger. And I had to stand on the side of the TV. And I became the human conduit. Come on, somebody. Between the TV and the antenna and the signal. I wish I had somebody. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. Yeah, Lord. He's inside of you. And he has a clear signal 
to Jesus. And if you listen clearly, you can hear his voice saying it's time to take the limits off your life. Do I have anybody? Look, look, the text says, the text says, the text says the woman was called by Jesus. She was saw, she, she saw, Jesus saw her. Jesus called her over. It says, and look what Jesus did. Jesus didn't ask the question. He gave a command. See, tell your neighbor, Jesus knows what I need. Listen, he knows me so well, he knows me better than I know myself. And what I think I need, come on somebody, he's already thought about it. Watch the text. The text says, and he says, woman, you are freed. You are released. You are dismissed. You, you are divorcing that spirit. Listen, listen. It, it, it carries the idea of a debtor paying off a debt. Whatever that spirit is that's been holding you back, you got to divorce that spirit right now. See, when you hear his voice, listen, I knew when I was free. I knew the day that I accepted it in my heart, I knew, I felt the weight of sin fall off of me. Come on, somebody. And I knew that the chains were broken. I knew the prison door was wide open. And this time I could walk out. Watch this. Why? Because I was set free. So the next thing, not only must you recognize the voice of Jesus, but you got to be ready to be, come on, y'all. If you're not ready, I found out something. I try and I try and I try to give people, listen, counseling, I give people so much stuff, tools and this and that, but I realized a long time ago, if they're not ready, only until you are ready can you really experience the miracle, watch this, of being free. Anybody here this morning want to be free? Now, I know you say, yeah, Pastor, I want to be free. I know you want to be free, but the question, do you really want to be free? Whatever disabilities you have today that is hindering the limits in your life, Jesus says, do you hear my voice? You're free. I'm going to say it one more time. You're free. Oh, I don't think you heard me. See, those words should be like, those words should be like you just hit the lotto. Come on, somebody. Not the lotto. That, those words should be that you just got a big old inheritance. Come on, somebody. Those words should be like, like, like it should be like music to your ears because, see, sometimes we're hearing we're free, but you got to believe that you're free. And until you believe it, I have no more limits. I'm taking the limits off of my life. 
I'm taking the limit off of my finances. I'm taking the limit off of my marriage, off of my parenting, off of my work, my career, wherever I'm ready to go, my business. And what I'm trying to do, God, is I'm taking the limit off my faith because my faith is affecting my freedom. My lack of faith is affecting my freedom. Listen, listen. What's disabling you today? Good question. The question is, do you want to be free today? He says, he says, woman, you are freed. Look what he says next. Look what he says next. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately, the anthropomorphic, look at God here is what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at right now. That God can see. That God can call you. That God can free you. But lastly, God, Jesus, can touch you. You got to know when you've been touched by Jesus. Lord, lay your hands on me, Lord. Lay your hands on my mind. Lay your hands on my body because, Lord, I need to be healed right now of these infirmities that I have disabling me because I'm asking that you take the limits off my life. The next thing you got to do, you got to recognize the touch of Jesus. I remember when I was touched by Jesus. Immediately, my sins were forgiven. I believe that when I confess my sins, that everything is in his hands. Put your limits in his hands today. Today, right now, today, in this service, you can take the limits off your life and start living a straight life. You can straighten up and see that you can live again. Your head's been hung low for so long that you can't recognize the touch of Jesus. I thank God for his presence, but I thank God for his touch because when Jesus touches you, you touched. He declared it and he validated it. He validated it. He says, woman, you are freed of your disability. And he laid his hands. And the Bible says, come on, somebody. Come on, right now. Come on, right now. Immediately, you can raise those limits. You can those limits can leave. Listen, whatever it is right now can leave you. Right now, I'm talking about now. Right now. Lord, take this limit off my mind. I'm freed. See, the text says she was made straight. And then the text says, and she glorified God. So 
So let me see if I got it. His presence. His voice. Be ready to be free. His touch. And all you are required to do. Do I need to say anything else? Rejoice and give him glory. Do I have anybody here this morning that want to start praising him right in that living room? Some of you went to the bathroom. Come on. You ought to just start praising him right where you are. Some of you in the kitchen right now. Some of you driving down the highway. Pull over and come on. Just start rejoicing. I feel the touch of Jesus. I'm rejoicing in his holy name. I'm giving him glory and praise. Why? Because I'm free. There's no limits on my life. I'm lifting the limits off my thinking. I'm taking the limits off my life. That no weapons formed against me shall prosper. That I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. That I have the presence of Jesus. Thank God that I'm free. Lord, I want to worship you this morning. Lord, I want to glorify you this morning. Lord, I want to give you praise right now with the fruit of my lips. I'm taking the limits off my life because you have released me, so I'm free. Do I have anybody here want to shout with me today? Who want to glorify him? Who want to worship him? Who want to tell him thank you? Thank you for what you did for me. Thank you for going to Calvary. Thank you for saving a wretch like me. I was lost, but now I'm found. But without Jesus, we can't take the limits off my life. Lord, I need you right now, Lord. I need you to take me where I need to go, Lord. Take the limits off my thinking. Take the fear from me. Take the doubt from me. For I'm moving higher, Lord. Hallelujah to his holy name. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul says hallelujah to his holy name this morning. Do you know him this morning? Have you tried him? Is he all right? Is he all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. yeah. He's a good God. And he's lifting my life to another level. I'm going higher. I'm going to rejoice and glorify my God. Why? Because I'm free this morning. I'm free this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah to his holy name. What if you were in jail and the bail was $25,000? What if I came along and deposited the bail for you? did all the paperwork and documented that you were now free, you would have legally been declared free. The problem is that you would still be in jail. Although the payment had been paid, the paperwork had been done, there would still be a gap time between the bail being posted and you being released.
The information on the paper, hallelujah, doesn't unlock the cell. The paperwork doesn't unlock the cell door. You've got to have the key. Jesus has posted your bail because he put the price of our sins on his tab. He paid it all. The paperwork has been signed. If you still feel like you are in your cell, then you have yet to have your door unlocked. How does that happen? Believing in him gets you a free, gets you free on record. Walking with him gets you free in actuality. Whenever you continue to apply the word of God to your life, the son picks up the key and makes you actually free. Do I have anybody? Some of you are free on paper, but you're not free in actuality. Some of you heard me this morning, but when you leave here today, you're going right back to bad thinking. Some of you, when you leave here today, come on somebody, and the service is over, you're going right back to the old stuff. But I double dog dare you to get a touch from Jesus, to feel his presence, to hear his voice. Say, come, let me set you free. Hallelujah. 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 To his holy name. Hallelujah. To his, to his holy name. You are freed. I declare today by the power of the Holy Spirit, you're free. You're free. Free of doubt. Free of negativity. Free of holding yourself. It's our thinking. Free of talking crazy. Because we talk crazy too much. Free. Free of pride. Free of doubt. If you want to be set free, why don't you come to the altar today and be free today? Hallelujah to his holy name.